Hi, everybody, and welcome to Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. And joining us is Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. I'm Brent Griffiths. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. This is your favorite podcast of the month because Definitely. we get to talk about interesting stuff like numbers and and is it you know have we had a good month? Have we had a bad month? I bet you get asked that a million times. That is the most popular question that real estate agents get asked. Uh, how's the market? And and it doesn't matter if I'm at a cocktail party or getting into an elevator. As soon as they find out about uh, that I might sell real estate, that is the question that I hear, Bryn, how's the market? And my answer, that depends. Are you a buyer or are you a seller? <laughs> so um, here in Edmonton, we keep hearing about a buyer's market. It's a buyer's market. And, and that's been like that for a couple of years because sales have come down. But if I look at just specifically October of 2020's numbers, it's been a roller coaster and nothing has gone the way that it normally goes. Bryn, in a normal year, prices typically rise in the spring between January and, and May and June. That's when prices will typically go up and peak in the summer. And then as our sales drop and our listings drop and uh, prices will fall in the fall. Well, this year has been a little different. And of course, 2020 will be the year that none of us forget in our lifetime as, as one of the strangest years of our life. And in our real estate world here at Edmonton, it has been a little unique. And in fact, our prices have gone up for values here in the city for October of 2020. Not by a lot, but up nonetheless. And that's completely and totally unique compared to the last 20 or 30 years of Edmonton real estate. So that leads me to the first question that would come to my brain, and that is, why is that? Well, as best as I can determine, it has a lot to do with how slow sales were in March, April, and May due to the announcement of the pandemic and our sales kind of ground to a halt at that time. And there's been a pushback of about 60 to 90 days. And we had an extremely busy summer with July, August, and September setting record sales and October being more of the same. When we look at the total amount of properties that sold in the Edmonton area in October, there were 1,674 sales. And compare that to last year where we only had 1,325 sales. Sales were up by 26% compared to the same month of last year. So I think it has everything to do with COVID-19. Yeah, well, we did shut down there for three months, and that's when, obviously, it was at its slowest. So did people have this bit of an awakening over the summer that, you know what, if I was thinking of selling maybe a year ago and we were going to do it this spring and then we went through the COVID thing, now here we are, things are slowly getting back to whatever the new normal is, maybe now's the time to jump on board. I would agree that people are getting used to the new normal. And that's what we keep talking about is that there was, I think, a 60 to 90 day hibernation. And now people are back out and having to live their lives and they have to sell their properties or have to buy a property. What we're seeing in the marketplace, and we talked about this last month, is that we don't have those people who are just testing the market and just putting their houses up for sale and just trying a price. If I get X amount of dollars, I'll sell. And alternatively, the buyers that are in the marketplace 
aren't tire kicking. They're not out just looking at properties and if they happen to find the perfect house, they'll buy it. We've got serious buyers and we've got serious sellers in the marketplace. Now, as far as total solds go for the year, I've told you that October sales were higher than last year's October sales. Overall, our sales are still a tiny bit behind October 31st of 2019. Uh, so we're still a little bit behind in total units sold. And most of that difference seems to be in the condo market. Right. So in fact, we've actually sold about 100 more single-family homes so far this year than the same time last year. Whereas when I look at the condominium sales, we're lagging by about 400 units in that marketplace. So uh, the biggest difference more than anything else is that Edmontonians seem to be buying attached and single-family detached homes, but not buying condominiums as much. What about the condo market in, let's say, the downtown area? Has that Because that was the, the hot area about three or four years ago, but has that kind of and diminished a little bit here lately? A hundred percent. It has gone from the very hottest part of Edmonton to the very coldest. And when I put it in perspective, currently in Edmonton, about 30% of the listed condominiums have sold this year and when i look at the downtown market that number falls to 19 percent the absolute hardest part of edmonton to sell properties so when i say 19 percent that's 19 percent of the properties that have been listed this year so far have sold meaning 81 percent of those properties have not so tough to be a seller for a downtown condominium. Great to be a buyer if you're looking for a downtown condominium because you're going to find an excellent deal. Is that because things are overpriced right now downtown or maybe that homes are selling for a little bit less? So somebody might view it at the going into the suburbs as opposed to the downtown core. More to do with supply and demand. Okay. Uh, only because there's been so many new condominium buildings built downtown that are now competing with the resale market that that's saturated the market and flooded the market. And there isn't that many buyers. We live in a very blue collar town here in, in Edmonton where people like having, let's call it a white picket fence, meaning a house with room to park their vehicles and their toys and, and stuff, so to speak. Whereas markets like Toronto or Vancouver are more accustomed to condominium living. And so our marketplace is really driven by the single family market. I told you that condominiums Edmonton wide, there's about 30% of the properties that have sold this year. When I look at the single family market, that number jumps to 45%. Not spectacular, but but again, way better than the condo market. So meaning 45% of the single family homes that have been listed this year have sold. Just make sure that your property has got two lawns, not three like mine, because <laughs> it just means a little more uh, time. However, I get that. I understand what you're saying there. People seem to like to be able to chill out in their own backyard. They've got their deck. They've got maybe their fire pit or whatever. And you just can't do that in a condominium. However, we have a 25-year-old here who the big thing for him is to get downtown. It's uh, Lifestyle. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm -hmm. he, he's not interested in coming home and, and trimming the hedge and mowing the lawn and doing those kind of things that you and I grew up uh, wanting to do, so to speak. And are he's still more, doing more interested. And still yeah, he can't it. wait to get to his computer. <laughs> exactly. Now, the one thing that I'm always fascinated by, you know, when I take a look at, at your website, is uh, the uh, 
like the, just take a look at the really uh, the real expensive property and some of the more reasonable price property because there's a there's a pretty wide variety of properties out there and uh, for for you guys I'm guessing it's a challenge after a certain point to sell some properties it's going to take time right definitely when we look at Edmonton as a whole the hot price range will be 350,000 to 400,000 those properties should sell in 30 days or less on average here in Edmonton we are just under 100 days for single family houses to sell for days on market when we get to a million dollars or more that number jumps very much considerably and when i do evaluations for properties that are over a million dollars I do tell our clients that it could take up to two years to sell that home. Are you seeing any signs of the economy starting to bounce back a little bit? Not really. Not um, not Alberta-wide. What's really interesting about Edmonton is we actually get pretty good notice. So if we look at real estate in Alberta, typically anything that happens happens in Fort McMurray first, followed about six months later by Calgary, and then another six months later, Edmonton. So we get a good year's notice if the market is going to improve and or go down. And when I speak to agents in both Fort McMurray and Calgary, they seem to be still down. So it looks like strap yourselves in. We've got another year to two years of this. Okay, let's talk about highest selling home. I'm guessing you paid close attention to that, huh? It's, it's really interesting. So even though we're talking about markets being a little tougher in, in 2020, there still is some pretty high selling homes. So last month, the highest selling home in Edmonton was just over $2 million. It was actually $2 million and $10,000. It was a multiple offer situation, if you can believe it. Two buyers fighting wow. over the property okay. as the property was listed at $1.999. And it sold for just over $2 million, so pretty interesting. It was a 4,400-square-foot bungalow in the Cameron Heights area, backing onto the ravine. So a very large home. That's uh, well over 8,000 square feet with a monstrous garage and an absolutely beautiful home with a theater room and gorgeous finishing. So that was at the high end. And, of course, there will always be something at the other end, the lowest-selling property in Edmonton was a an apartment and ironically I have been in that apartment that sold it sold for $49,000 and it was in the Westmount area it was a repossession a foreclosure by the bank and uh, my best friend used to own the apartment building that the condominium sits in and he sold it uh, back in 2006 with me, I might add, we sold that building and the, the owners turned them into condominiums. And so when that unit last sold on MLS, it sold for just under 120000 And this year, just uh, in October, sold for 49000 Wow. It's funny because mm-hmm. I think of my parents when they bought uh, their first home. Oh, and this would go back in 1969 and the house was $23,000. And that was crazy prices back then. Exactly. Now you see a place, this is the low price going in just over 40 grand. So, uh, so where do you want to go from here? Like, obviously we do this recap at the start of every month. So, uh, so do you want to forecast a little bit? How do you, how do you expect things are going to roll through the month of November into the holiday season? 
Yeah, let's talk about that. Because of this momentum that we've had late here in the year, there still is time for sellers to get their property sold. And we do have a lot of buyers in the market. And the biggest reason why is interest rates, Bryn. And we've talked about interest rates in the past, but you can now get an interest rate below 2%, almost unheard of, of, of any time in Canada's history to get an interest rate that low where you can lock in for five years of an interest rate of 1.79 or 1.85 and, and absolutely ridiculous. And so why buyers might be buying, because we're talking about, you know, that the market still might go down in 2021 or 2022. But ironically, if you buy a property now with this low interest rate, even even if that property was to drop about $50,000, which seems unheard of, I don't think it'll drop that much, an average home, you will save over $25,000 interest in the life of that mortgage by getting this interest rate at 1.85 versus even an interest rate of 2.5. So that's sort of the advantage for sellers right now to get on the market as there is buyers in the marketplace who've locked in for these low interest rates and are trying to find a great property. So while things kind of usually cool off a little bit over the next, let's say, four to six months, this might be a great opportunity to jump in either buying or selling, is it not? It definitely is, especially, again, as we're talking about sellers first, there's a lot less inventory on the market right now, and that's normal for this time of year. Typically, listings will dwindle between now and December 31st. So there's a lot less properties for the buyers to choose from. And then if you're a seller, you, you're competing with a lot less homes than you might be competing with next May or June, for example. And then again, as I said, for the buyers, the advantage, of course, is these low interest rates and typically what might happen in the spring. And we don't know for sure, but in typical years, prices do rise a smidge in the spring. So is now a good time to do your homework? You may not be quite ready to buy or quite ready to sell, but now's a good time to contact you with any questions they might have regarding either direction, right? Uh, uh, and, and again, this is one of our favorite times of year to get people ready because you know they might be thinking about selling in the spring or upgrading to a bigger home in the spring. And this is a good time to get that honey-do list started where these are the things that we have to tackle in the next three to six months to get our house ready to sell. And um, again, perfect time for to give us a call so we can start you on that honey-do list. For those buyers, I've talked about it before, ultimately, December is always the least expensive time to purchase a property. And so if we've got buyers who are thinking about getting their first home or maybe their first investment property, buying in December is an amazing month to do that. So here we are at the beginning of November. They should start looking now so that they can find that great deal in December. For a lot of companies through the month of December, they view it as being a three-week uh, a three-week period of work because pretty much that final month of December kind of shuts down a little bit. Do you see yourself busy during that week or do you try to kind of quiet things down along with everybody else? Although I have twice in my career sold homes on December 24th, it is typically a very quiet time of year. So those are both unusual situations, but normally, yes, uh, we're busy right up until about December 15th. And then that those two weeks of holidays really slow things down. And then first week of January, we start ramping back up. Okay. Let's tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. And also when you do get in touch with Brent, make sure that you Tell them that you were watching or sorry, listening to our podcast 
And uh, what you want to watch is all the great stuff on your website. But let's tell everybody how they can find you. The website is macintoshgroup.ca, and Macintosh is M-A-C-I-N-T-O-S-H group.ca. And you can call us directly at 780-464-0075, and any one of my team members will be happy to assist you. You love getting that feedback, right? Absolutely. And what's the number one thing that people always say, that you're too cheerful and too happy and too knowledgeable? (laughs) <laughs> I've never had that. <laughs> well, maybe it's time people stepped up and told you that. I, that's Make just my me. day. Give me a call and tell me that. That, that would be wonderful. That's just me. Coming up uh, on future podcasts, very much looking forward to this. Really looking forward to one coming up where we're going to talk about to stage your home or not. That's uh, is, is that a big topic these days? Definitely. And that can make or break your sale. Something so simple of, of just having your house presented can... Um, can make the difference between a sold sign and not. We'll also be talking about condos versus homes, that type of thing, what the differences are and how one might be better for you than the other one. And the other one is looking after your investment. It's not just buying a home. You have to continue to make sure that that home stays in great shape, right? Hopefully we can give you some tips yeah, to help maintain your property. And and none of these things are, are too, too bad or time consuming, but definitely necessary to upkeep your value in your home. Okay, well, that is another edition of Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. So, uh, of course, check us out. It's the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. Thanks for your time today, and we'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks, Brent. See you next week. Okay.